guys, it's Jacqueline and Alana, and here's another episode of Bougie Podcast, <laughs> Black and Yellow Bougie Edition. Bougie Edition, Bougie Bougie. It's about burr, time burr, burr. that we got around to this little word, yeah. talking about it, and I don't know if you guys. I hope you guys that have been listening and tuning in and following us, and if not, this is your first episode. Great, welcome. But we have ended. <laughs> This is sort of like an inside joke between us, uh, which we have finally come to share with you guys. We have ended some episodes by like just yelling bougie Bougie mouth. mouth. And the truth behind it all is that I, Jacqueline Chung Young, suffer from a really bad case or good case of bougie mouth. Ooh, bougie mouth-itis. I have bougie mouth-itis. And let me tell you why I have bougie mouth-itis. That's a great itis to have. (laughs) Or not. No, it's great. It's filled with disappointment. Or caviar and champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I have grown up eating extremely well. My mother has been cooking since she was 12 years old for her entire family. Um, she started cooking at 12 for her entire family, like her mom, and then she started cooking for her entire family, her husband, i.e. her kids, and then after she divorced, just her kids, and a lot of other people. She's made a lot of people uh, happy by feeding them. She's done some personal stuff. She's done catering. She's done all in the above. Um, she was on The Taste on ABC, who the renowned guests were Anthony Bourdain and Ludo, who was this like, f- famous French chef, apparently, Nigella Lawson from the UK, and I forget this other guy, but he won the James Beard Award, which is, I guess, a really big deal. He's Somalian, I think. Anyway, so she was first runner up on that show, and anyone knows my mom knows that she's a great cook. Um, people fall in love with her and her cooking. Um, so I have been blessed or cursed mm. with being able to eat pretty much from scratch, homemade, everything my entire life. I have eaten from scratch pizza. We've made pasta since I was eight years old by hand. We've had a bread machine. We have a pasta machine. Um, everything has just been so well cooked and taken care of and I'm grateful and I've learned to cook and have appreciated and learned how to cook because of that and because of that I some know... of our viewers or listeners hate you <laughs> like some of our listeners already don't like you especially I'm if sorry, they're new to the show guys. good job Jack uh-huh keep going please stay tuned <laughs> um and so because of that I know what ingredients are good with what flavors textures all of that um I have been blessed or cursed with Therefore, I have bougie mouth. And what bougie mouth is on a daily basis is I go to a restaurant. I instantly know on the menu what should be on the menu, what shouldn't be on the menu. Okay. I know what the prices should actually be. I know what I should pay for. I know what I shouldn't pay for. I know what I'm overpaying for. I know what I'm underpaying for most of the time. And I am also highly disappointed most of the time because I know that it's either overcooked or undercooked. Or under-seasoned or over-seasoned. That is a curse. It's a fucking curse. That's a curse. And it's bougie mouth because Ah. most places I'll go, I'll have a hard time being pleased. Because I know that the only only reason they made this taste good is because they put a pound of butter and a shit ton of salt. (laughs) And to majority of the population, it's delicious. And don't get me wrong, it's delicious. But I'm not going to (laughs) pay $40 for this plate of pasta. 
when I can make it at home and taste better and cost me five, you know? Okay. Anyways, I have bougie mouth, you guys, and it's a problem. It's a serious venting session. It is. <laughs> it follows me everywhere, and I have learned to keep my mouth shut. I have learned to be okay with the price, and I have been learning to just embrace it day by day because I don't want to be those people that, you know, are not fun to be around when we, we are eating out. Yeah. Um, but the truth comes out with especially my mother. If you think I'm hard to go out with, my mom is the hardest person to go out with. Well, you said yourself you don't eat out a ton. Like, I'll, we've I, had this conversation. I hardly eat out. Got it. Yeah. And when I do, it's, you know, an occasion. It's because I'm, you know, uh, in a rush or, you know, it's very rare that I eat out and spend money because I don't want to. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... You can find out my Asian culture <laughs> and us, me being frugal and wanting to save money all the time and... Frugal or smart. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we, we covered that on this show. We sure did. But that blessing or curse that Jackie speaks of, the bougie mouth blessing or curse, <laughs> actually got us thinking about the word bougie. Yes. Because Jack and I define it in two different ways and I think we realized in in the planning and essentially essentially the creation of this episode that black people's bougie versus the world's bougie at large are two different kinds of bougie. It's very different. Or three different kinds of yeah, bougie. Yeah, there's like the me. mainstream version. There's definitely a hip hop like blackified mm -hmm. version. Yeah. Um, there is literally the literal version. Um, so there's a couple things. Um, there is definitely bougie in hip-hop which is i mean alana's gonna get into that which i think she should cover it gotcha. i got you cover <laughs> but like a blanket bougie and bougie and we're talking about two different spellings b-o-g-i-e which is the way most people know about it and b-o-j-e-e -E, which is more of the hip-hop slang version b-o-u-j-e-e that's yeah, what did that's i say b-o-j-e-e yeah, yeah that'd yeah, be yeah. bougie oh yes that's what i meant um, so these are based on dictionary.com. They're similar terms with <laughs> subtle but significant differences. Oh, both ultimately come from the 16th century French term bourgeoisie, literally the burgers, the emerging, the emerging merchant class. So it was a class called the burgers whose new wealth conferred them social status and privilege. Over the centuries, the bourgeoisieand and its adjective bourgeois, bourgeois came to stand for middle class. By the late 18th century, the term was used to disparage someone as materialistic, conventional, and complacent. By the 1970, bourgeois was shortened in slang to bougie, mocking something as consumeristic, pretentious, and suburban, again with a middle class subtext. In the 2010s, bourgeois, bougie, so then it became after all that, mm -hmm. um, was further generalized to undesirable or unfair. <laughs> which That's is funny. pretty kind of the terms I've kind of been going by, a little bit of the blend of all three. So it's got it, it's traveled. Yeah, I mean, it also, bourgeoisie also rears its head in Marxist philosophy. The bourgeoisie is the social class that came to own the means of production during modern industrialization and whose societal concerns are the value of property and the preservation of capital to ensure the perpetuation of their economic supremacy in society. Joseph Schumpeter 
Schumpeter saw the creation of new bourgeoisie as the driving force behind the capitalist engine, particularly entrepreneurs who took risks to bring innovation to industries and the economy through the process of creative destruction. So that word, bourgeoisie, has had a really colorful... History. Totally. It's so fascinating. Yeah, I never really knew. I knew about the French connotation. I never knew about the Marxist connotation until this episode. Mm. And I think I never knew about it because in black culture, it's used all the time. Like I was called bougie all the time growing up. (laughs) I bet you were. Well, because I was, it was either bougie or there's some synonyms of bougie, which would be sadity. High yellow, like those are other ways of saying bougie. Oh, absolutely. And some examples of bougie in black culture would be Dion from uh, Clueless. Yes. Would also be Lupita and her husband in Us. The the family in Us is a bougie black family. Yes, like upper middle class. And upwardly mobile. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But also bougie can also mean hood rich, if you will. <laughs> yes. And now being hood rich doesn't mean you from the hood. It doesn't mean that you live in the hood. It means that it means that you can be hood adjacent. Yes. But still understand the upper the, middle class wealth. Right. But also dress, understand the politics act. of the hood. Right. And can vacillate between the two. Right. So this was also on dictionary.com, which I thought was really interesting. Who uses bougie? <laughs> bougie is a general slang term in speech and writing, insulting someone leading a boring middle class life, but aspiring to a wealthier, more sophisticated life, particularly as reflected in their consumer choices. Bougie, B O U G E E, is more widely used in black slang to describe someone who has made their own wealth out of a poorer upbringing, like a lavish lifestyle, but still connected to their roots in the hood. Like you said, similarly. I've never, ever heard of that spelling of bougie. So obviously dictionary.com is written and edited by white people. That's what I was thinking. Very too. clearly. Um, and then they, it was, I thought it was ironic. They thought maybe it was some sort of cultural appropriation if it's used by someone, if you're not black. Oh, like, oh my gosh, Ashley, I love this Migo song, Bad and Bougie. How do you spell bougie? Like that kind of thing. Or just using it and you're not black. Like, am I, am I being... Uh, but I mean... Uh, I know. To I me, like, that's a reach and a stretch. Like, I know. As I was reading this, I was like, they went real far. Yeah. To, like, like, I don't I don't know if I would agree with that. You can't police the words that people use. I mean, <laughs> it, it was for hilarious. all that, like, black people say dude and bro and awesome. Like, is that, is that like white Yeah, slang? and Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Like, is that white? Right. I don't know. I was like, come on. That's so unnecessary. That's a far reach dictionary.com. Yeah. So as you can see, it can, you know, it can be, it can be used as an insult. You know, if someone's trying to be something that they're not and their friends know it, you know, it could be an envious word too. Totally. Which could be meant because you, because you are envious, you want to be insulting because they're being a certain way that you know, they maybe shouldn't be, you know, Mm -hmm. like I've heard time and time again, be like, stop trying to be so bougie. You know, you aren't, you know, like like things like that, like. Like, That's the insult. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, you're yeah. calling someone lower class, but you're saying that they're putting on airs. Yeah, it's like you you know you ain't you don't have that much money, but you're acting like you do. Right. Or you know you really can't afford it, but you're putting it on your card. Mm-hmm. Or like just want like why don't you just be one of us? Like 
let's you know let's like come back down from that ladder <laughs> you know like i think there is a lot about this word that i find it fascinating people and, and i mean hip-hop has definitely made it way more mainstream than for before. sure definitely and i think maybe most people don't even know that it comes from um you know that it's, it's actually french it's yeah french word i don't think so most people don't i don't think that people that know at least the blacks that I grew up with, I know don't know that they know that that bougie comes from a French word. Right. I know that for a fact because black people essentially use, there's three different iterations of the word bougie if you're black. There's bougie, B-O-U-G-I-E. There's bougie, which is the southern version. So there's a Y. There's an R thrown into Interesting. there. Interesting. So like if you have a heavy southern drawl, that'll just happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't even know that they're. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's bougie like i say bougie because b-o-u-j-e-e sounds like bougie that's the migos oh, version i, I of say it. bougie like the actual french pronunciation because the g the g because, like bourgeoisie well that makes sense smooth. yeah well i mean it makes sense to say it the french way because it's uh, it's part yeah, yeah exactly um again yes black people use the word bougie very very differently they do and there is an amazing article on the website very smart brothers and it is called the difference between bougie bougie and bougie explained <laughs> and it's by damon young and y'all he does such a great job of explaining it i just you just have to like give a listen it's just it's awesome so bougie b-o-u-g-i-e slash bourgeoisie has become a bit of a pejorative, particularly in the South. The reference is often attached with a tinge of disdain, so what you're talking mm -hmm. about, and exists as a synonym for uppity and pretentious. Yeah. Calling someone bougie isn't necessarily fighting words, but it might get you disinvited from a skating party or a wine train <laughs> book club. Bougie, on the other hand, doesn't carry as much racially tinged historical context. I wouldn't even quite call it an evolution of bougie, of bougie and bourgeoisie, as what is described and what bougie and bourgeoisie describes are two completely different types of people. Uh huh. Bougie black people are mostly urban, have completed some form of secondary education, and most importantly, possesses and are mindful of certain urban educated aesthetic these people discussed and and uh essentially deconstructed in a sub story on very smart brothers called shit bougie black people love series <laughs> and it is hilarious if you've never checked out that series real it's extra so funny what else distinguishes bougie from bourgeoisie is that while the only hood bougie black people have ever known is the hood of their Range Rovers, bougie black people have a relationship with the hood. They may not be hood, they might be from the hood and still feel a level of comfort there. Also, if the difference between being hood and being from the hood isn't clear, then this probably isn't the right explainer for you. <laughs> That brings us to Bougie, B-O-U-J-E-E, -E, which was popularized in the Migos song. That confuses the writer because I don't know why it's a thing because it sounds like a million other songs I've heard that all sound like they were created in a mumble trap generator. Anyway, totally. Bougie describes the nouveau hood rich that would totally... Nouveau being also French. Yes, like, like the nouveau riche. Yes. Uh, that would totally, completely cook up some dope with an Uzi. They may <laughs> have even made more money than you or than their other bourgeoisie or bougie counterparts, but the IRS would never, ever know. 
So thank you, Damon Young. Thank you, Very Smart Brothers. That is the exact, those are the exact differences of how black people use the word bougie. For some people, being called bougie is almost like a mark of pride. Like, oh, yeah, I'm bougie. Like, like I have, I've, I'm upwardly mobile. I have right. moved up in the world. I've moved up in my education yep. and my status. You can call I me can bougie all you this want. Handbag yeah. And you can't. Yeah, exactly. It's, when we were doing research for this episode, I was like, this is an interesting sort of scale of blackness. Yeah, totally. Are you B-O-U-G-I-E? Are you B-O-U-J-E-E? <laughs> or are you bougie? Like, <laughs> which bougie do you fit into? Are you asking me? Yeah, actually. I am asking you. I wasn't actually, but now I am. Oh, man. <laughs> That's difficult. I think I might, if I had to scale, <laughs> I think I'd scale a little bit between the B-O-U-J-I-J-E. B-O-U-G-I-E. So the bougie, the standard bougie. The standard bougie to Got maybe it. a little bit of the of the B-O-U, the bougie. The bougie. B-O-U. So you have a little bit of awareness for the hood. J-E. Okay, I see you, Jackie. Yeah. I see you, raindrop drop time. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Pick up. What about you? I am the original iteration of bougie. I am B-O-U-G-I-E. I knew it. Just the fact that you merely saying that is a very bougie statement. Yeah. I like my drinking water room temperature. Uh-huh. In a perfect world, I would like to say that I only buy my groceries at Gelson's and Erewhon and Whole Foods. That is in a perfect world. Uh-huh. I'm not balling out of control rich like that. Uh-huh. I have plenty of extracurricular activities with different sorts of friends. So bougie right I now. finished secondary education. Oh, my God. Like, I'm that bougie. But listen, I have no problems with that. I have expensive taste, too. Like, yeah. you have a bougie mouth. Yeah. I just like things that are expensive. <laughs> I see. I'm that you, kind yeah, of bougie Yeah, you are person. the original... That's it. You are the the middle class of the burgers. There you as go. They like to say in France, Call, calls them like you see them. Burrell, please. <laughs> like yes, that is exactly what I am. Oh, horrible. If anyone was French listening, we do oh apologize. God, they're like, um, <laughs> unsubscribe. <laughs> I have often felt like in black culture, though, like a mark of straight bougie people are how travel they are. Speaking of. French people. Yeah. Only because the most bougie black people that I know often talk about their travel as though uh, that's a mark of um, ah, interesting. upward mobility. Like, I've been to I these places. That. I mean, I've seen these cultures. Oh, it to- makes total sense. Yeah, totally. Super um, eye-opening. Yeah. And I guess that's my, my litmus test of bougie blackness. Like, which kind of blackness are you? Mm. Or, I'm sorry, which kind of bougie blackness are you? Mm. Are you A, B, or C? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes bougie in black culture can be a bit troublesome if people believe that you are bougie or that you have more than you have, because then you kind of have to keep up that appearance. Totally. And I'm sure some people have created or fallen into that and it becomes really hard to hold up. Are we living in 2019? Don't we have social media all around us? Doesn't Instagram just further like. Right. Continues. Yeah. Perpetuates that idea of that perfect life right no one has exactly you know when did you realize that you had bougie mouth and how do you Um, navigate the world without being uh, culinarily disappointed okay well (laughs) (laughs) 
two-parter. It's unfair. <laughs> unfair. Um, this term actually was coined for me by my sister-in-law, my brother's fiance or girlfriend, whatever. She, hey, I've Denise. Known her forever. Hi, Denise. Um, because she read, <laughs> she read my brother. My brother also suffers from this. Obviously, he is my brother, and Your we have child. the same mother. Yeah. Um, he, she read his diary. Oh, because so I mean I don't know how many most of you know those of you who follow the show do know those of you who just know me know but quick little story my mom immigrated from Taiwan to Brazil to America and she spent about thirty close to thirty years in Brazil and uh, met my dad there who is one hundred percent Chinese so we are one hundred percent both Chinese but we have a lot of Brazilian blood and culture flowing within us. Um, exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. super, super awesome. And I'm sure unexpected for most people because I look like a Chinese person. Um, and so um, we, when my parents divorced, my dad stayed in Brazil. And my mom would fly, or my dad would fly us back every summer from grade school. Oh, cool. Um, for quite a bit. So, um, you know, uh, we got to spend time with my dad. And my dad at that time was very... At that time, well off. It's a very different time now. Do you want to send some shade? A little Was bit. Was that a read? A little bit. Uh, it's just the truth. Hey, okay. I'm just I'm just being really transparent here, as we are on the I'm show. Just under this shady tree, um, take it on. <laughs> and so, um, my dad would fly us first class, which is already in itself very bougie all the time. Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, nine or you know, seven to about 11 they were about like a good five years we were we were going back a lot before until we got really busy with extracurricular in school and schools got more serious and stuff so my mom told my brother hey i want you to keep a diary i want like i want to know what's going on i want to know like just like she assigned him this task okay and i think he was old enough to be able to do it i think i was still pretty young so this was a couple maybe like a good like eight months ago maybe even a year ago we were going through like our like treasure box of you know kids things yeah and denise found my brother's diary <laughs> and every day he would write what he ate my brother I oh. think, my brother has had bougie mouth i think from the day he was born he Got it. like enjoyed eating wasabi when he was three oh. years old he would just like point at like he was eating raw fish like all the stuff that my mom was like we even shocked my mom was like you can't be eating raw fish you're three years old you got know? it so um he, then he started reading his diary and she started cracking up because it would say, like, I woke up today, I had caviar and crackers, and then we went to the fair, and I had, um like, a pastel, which is, like, a famous treat food, and at dinner I had filet mignon, and, like, she, it was, like... <laughs> I like that was what was in your brother's diary, right. not how, what he was feeling, what he was eating. Right, yeah, that goes to show a lot. And um Denise kept flipping through, and it was, like, first course was this, lobster this, second course was this, third course was this, and it ended with... You know, an espresso and uh, like a fame, like that's like a famous like um, chocolate um, or uh, like a Brazilians are really known for their desserts. It's like very decadent. Okay. Um, and so you always talk about like the like really extreme decadent like chocolateness and like d- like condensed milk desserts that we eat a lot. Like a lot of like pudding. It's similar to um, like the Hispanics. They eat um, what's tres leches. No. Flan. Flan. Thank yeah. you. Um, so Denise was just cracking up because day after day, it was like first course, second course, third course, caviar, lobster, all the stuff. And she looked at me. She was like, you got bougie mouth. And so it kind of started happening in our family. And um, 
it kind of caught me off guard because I'd realize I would go and eat out with friends and I would go and eat out by myself and I would just be very extremely critical and critical about the ingredients, the flavor, the texture, the price from A to Z. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to talk about service because that's nothing to do with food. Right. But, well, uh, you know, more or less. Um, and so I just started realizing like how how uppity I felt or how displeased I always felt at at these places that I was eating at. And I just realized like, oh my gosh, I have bougie mouth. Hmm. There's no place that I will, you know, uh, feel uh, somewhat content with. Okay. Um, maybe 100%. And if it is, it's very, very, very rare. So wow. my, okay. for, for me, it really, really snuck up on me. And I realized, like, I had to, like, really tone it down. Like, I'd be eating with people and people would be like, this is so good. And in my head, I'm like, no, it's, like, actually really shitty. Well, and mediocre then, food is pretty easy to, to get used to if you are if you have no basis for having good food. Well, yeah. You know? And that's, but that's, like, that's where my bourgeoisie right. comes from. Where I come from, my basis is already really good. Right. And so I had to actually really learn and understand that most people haven't lived how I've lived. True. And I'm grateful and, and, and very blessed in that sense. But that it's created this 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 idea that, like, you know, I know better because I've eaten better. And so it's 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 tough to navigate the world of eating out a lot for myself um, and and me feeling, you know, slightly robbed of my money or, you know, things Got like it. that that all come with feeling like I'm better than or no better because of a severe case of bushy mouth. Got it. Um, so and I've kind of just it's actually helped me as I've come to this relation be a lot more humble and grateful and just okay with what I'm eating and paying for recently. So I am doing my best to being, uh, I don't know if it's like I, it's something I can even In recovery? <laughs> Is there a meeting for Bougie Mouth? BM, BMA, Bougie uh, Mouth a- a- Anonymous? A- a- BMA, yeah. Something like that? Tell me about it. But I know it's, an, I know it's kind of infectious because I know Denise who didn't have much of a basis for like really good food has like gone out and been like oh it was horrible well like, yeah because who doesn't want to have good food you know yeah. once you've gone to that motherland it's hard to turn around oh it it's is like once you go black you never go back yeah, like you know yeah I... just saying <laughs> just saying because it sounds like you are you are a good food chaser like I'm a vibe chaser uh, when I go out so if food can be eh or meh but the vibe but if the vibe is right I'm good yeah, no way for me. Okay, got it. See, one could cancel out the other for me. If both are uh, bad, forget it. Yeah. But if one makes up for the other, I'm cool. Like, no big deal. Yeah, that's really kind of you. I should learn from you a little more. It is kind of yeah, me, because I've definitely given some great Yelp reviews to some pretty shitty food establishments. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because, like, the service was cool, and the vibe was good, and... Yeah, and it's all an experience. For sure. So I try not to take away if the food is shitty. I try I try my best to not be looked down upon that restaurant because the food was shitty, but the vibe and the service and the drinks were all really good. But I will most likely not go back there. You know, I won't, like, talk extreme shit. Got it. I might just be like, yeah. You just give them their money. You Give them your money. Uh, not again. All right. Yeah. Well, I want to hear from you guys, <laughs> listeners. I mean, there's no call to action for bougie mouth, but we want to hear if you know if you have a bougie mouth. Do you have a bougie mouth? Do you have? This needs to be a t-shirt. 
yes. bougie mouth and uh, graduate from the school of mystery me. Yeah, I don't think I don't know if you remember saying that, but you definitely said that on this show. I, I was said like, that. Yes, graduating from the school of mystery me. Graduate from the school of mystery. Didn't me. you say that? Nope, that is not something I was saying. Oh, you don't even because I don't even eat meat. I don't even eat meat. Yeah, but for, for what it's a mystery. That? What episode did I say that on? Uh, the lunchbox episode, the school lunch episode. Okay, I'm going to have to re-listen to that episode. 100%. Yeah, right. 100%. <laughs> but we want to hear from you guys. DM us at Black and Yellow Podcast on the gram or reach yes. out to us individually and tell us your bougie mouth stories. Let us know what you what you thought about this episode and we'd love to hear how you guys are bougie in your life. Yeah, I love <laughs> hearing people's bougie-ness. Do you drink your weight in rosé? Ooh, are you, you know? a rosé all day kind of girl? Do you only drink mountain spring water? Oh my god, are you a Fiji only kind of girl? Do you roller blade but not roller skate? Oh my god, it's ridiculous. Do you prefer an Airbnb on the water versus adjacent to the water? Do you only take your martinis up with the twist? And, and how many else? olives are in that martini? And it must be in a coupe glass. Yeah. <laughs> oh that is a, a new level of bougie. Do you drink champagne even if it doesn't come from champagne? Because then it's not technically champagne. It's cava right, or prosecco. Right. Do you drink wine from a mug? Ugh! <laughs> You're so oh, your bougie card is rejected <laughs> if you drink wine from a mug. What well, I mean, is like, going the on? The opposite. Like, are you not bougie? So you drink. Oh, wine. I got. Okay, yeah. I was like, Whew. yeah, you got real offended there, Jesus. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't have a wine glass laying around? Some people drink wine from a mug. Your face right now. Wine has to aerate. Wine has to be. No, no, no. <laughs> the mug is open. That's a mess. There's airflow. That is a mess. That's an absolute. Devil's like advocate. I would never do that. Let's just end this episode right here before you say something else that offends my bougie palate. Alrighty, alrighty, guys. You guys, we have a good one. This episode was produced by Christian Humes at Zeitheist. Again, Black and Yellow Podcast on the gram. I am Alana Webster at Renegade of Fun. I'm Jacqueline Chung on the gram. Please rate, review, subscribe. We're on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, this was like a fun, quick one for you guys. Who doesn't like a fun, quick one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Bye, guys. See Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>